Welcome to the GigTube Podcast, hosted by Chad Polenz, a full-time gig economist since 2018. Each week, Chad talks to a fellow gig worker, content creator, or an industry insider to dig deep into the world of the gig economy. Let's see what they discover this week. Hey, welcome to the GigTube Podcast. We started a little early tonight. Um, I'm talking with Chris Gerace. Is that how you pronounce it? Gerace. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, you're not just of one channel. Like, of real rideshare stories is your channel, but a lot of people probably know you from the rideshare guy. So you've been kind of uh, doing a lot of uh, Harry's videos for what, like a year, two years now? Oh yeah. Um, I th it started in I think in October, so about a year and a half now. Mm -hmm. Um. So I, I definitely want to talk about this. Let's kind of like start at the beginning. So I. I saw you, when did you first start doing YouTube? Like 2017, 18, something like that? It's pre-COVID, uh, yeah, right? Be, yeah, it'll be like four years, um, I think in August or September, something like that was when I first started. Mm -hmm. And uh, you're originally from Buffalo, New York? Yep. Did you know that I'm from Schenectady? <laughs> oh, nice. Not too far away. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's like four or five hour drive. It's it's pretty far. Yeah. <laughs> That's like from well, here to like Miami or something. Well, um, I mean, it's still it's still down down the road technically if you just yeah. drive the ninety. Yeah, you just take I ninety straight. Um, and that, actually, I ninety goes from Boston to Seattle, I believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's or crazy. That, or is that Route twenty? Actually, I think both of them do. So I don't even you know I don't even <clears> know how long Route twenty is, but yeah, it's. Uh, it's actually not too far from me. It's, mm -hmm. it's, you know, 10 or less than 10 minutes away. And you moved or you're going to move to South Carolina? Uh, I'm going to move. So I'm in the process. I'm okay. right now. Um, so that's why some of the things I've scaled back on uh, mm -hmm. just because it's kind of a hassle and uh, just with everything going on. So, yeah, I'm going to be moving to uh, works. We're thinking Columbia, South Carolina. Oh, okay. You haven't bought a house or rented a place yet or uh we're just, just looking, looking around. right now. Yeah. Okay. I thought it was a done deal. And I'm trying to remember where I saw that. I think I saw it on the Rideshare Guy Facebook page or something. Huh. Or did I don't you know. email me that? Yeah, um I know I mean I've been been down there kind of going back and forth looking at some places, but mm -hmm. haven't made the move yet. So I'm still in Buffalo. Um so I'm still driving here and you know, I'm still uh kind of doing you know, I just started Spark actually, so uh, just starting that, and I'll just move yeah. everything down there when I move. I just started doing Spark too. Like, um, actually, I was I was on a while ago, but I didn't start using it until recently because the zones were all jacked up, and mm -hmm. so like for a while, like the only way I could do it is like I would have to go about twenty miles south, like down towards Orlando, Orlando, because I live up in Sanford, which is about twenty miles north of Orlando, and uh -huh. I really. I really don't like going down there. Like it's very crowded, busy, lots of traffic. And uh, then I realized that I had a zone here where I live. So I just switched my zone here. Oh, nice. So uh, I don't know if you know these guys, Eric, Perrick, Perich. What's up, Eric? Driven dad, what's yeah. going on? Driven dad says, hey. Yeah, we started like an hour early. So might have thrown some people off who were expecting a 10, 10 o'clock start. By the way, I'm Less drinking... I'm drinking some Evan Williams bourbon. Oh, nice. <laughs> I, I love this. 
I should have gotten my drink. I wish I would have known. Uh, it's all good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but well, uh, I could pause. <laughs> oh, no, that's fine. The good thing is it's uh, with the people that are here. It's, you know, good to have your notifications on. Yeah. Um, so what inspired? It's funny, you know, a friend of mine from back in Albany, um, she just moved to South Carolina. I don't know if you know, if you follow the Cheapster. He's originally from Ohio. He moved to South Carolina. So mm. what was it about I, South Carolina that inspired the move? Uh, well, I was in Charlotte. That's actually where I started driving. I signed oh, up for okay. Uber back in 2016 when I was in Charlotte for a year. And uh, then I went to New York City for a while. And then I uh, came back to Buffalo. So it's uh, I've been kind of all over the place in, in the last couple of years. But then, uh, you know, got a family settled down mm-hmm. and... Uh, you know, the wife approached me one day and said, uh, you know, do you want to get out of New York? And she kind of had it too. So I'm like, yeah, I'll absolutely move. So uh, uh, I've always loved the Carolinas, uh, you know, just south of Charlotte was kind of where I was kind of thinking like Fort Mill area. Uh, but then, you know, with the housing market, the way it is currently, um, you know, it's just better in Columbia, at least uh, for what I've seen. So anybody who's moving down there, um, you know, stay away from Columbia right now so I can get a good house. And then you can come <laughs> down and hang out. <laughs> yeah. I can't tell you how many Northerners have moved to either Florida or South Carolina specifically. I think I would probably prefer North Carolina. Um, like, yeah, you mentioned Charlotte. I was there a couple of years ago. Uh, long story why, but yeah, it was a really nice town. Uh, Bentley Cooper does DoorDash Diaries. I know he's in Charlotte, North Carolina. You might also consider tennessee because tennessee doesn't have state income tax much like here in florida which is one of the reasons i moved to florida yeah i brought that up to the wife and she's like no uh-huh. not really so i'm like uh-huh. all right well <laughs> so she she's kind of set on the the carolinas mm-hmm. and you know it's cheaper in south carolina than it is in north so that's kind of why we decided on on south yeah and like you get like you know i lived in virginia for five years and like virginia and the carolinas you kind of get like the best of both worlds as far as weather it's like you definitely get a winter but it's not a harsh winter like you get in new york mm-hmm. like it it rarely snows and if it does you know it's it's funny they don't know how to handle the snow there so they don't have salt they put mm-hmm. sand on the road <laughs> yeah well you know it's a lot better for the cars so um, unfortunately, yeah, we have a lot of salt and it actually snowed today, unfortunately. So, um, we had to deal with that, but, uh, hopefully it's the last of it and the last I'll have to really deal with it unless it's like the, uh, holiday time and got to come back for family. Yeah. My sister and my nephew were just in town. My sister lives in Binghamton and her and, uh, her son, my nephew, they took a cruise down, basically down the whole Atlantic and they stopped in Cape Canaveral. And that's only an hour from where I live. So I met up with them on Monday. And then, so it's like in the eighties, you know, and we, she wants to do these touristy things. Like there's, you know, like mini golf everywhere. I'm like, you want to go play mini golf? It's like, Oh, it's too hot. And it's only like 80, which is <laughs> a balmy, you know, spring temperature in, in Florida. And she's like, Oh, it's too hot. I don't want to go outside and play mini golf for an hour. I'm like, <laughs> uh, come on, man. Oh, Eric, that's, that's Eric said great weather right there. Yeah. And yeah, 80 not too bad. Hot Facts with Robert Reese is here. Hey, what's up, man? Yeah, Pennsylvania. uh, Eric, depending on where you are, uh, Pennsylvania, I mean, it's not too far. Lake Erie's about 90 minutes away. Uh, So if you're near the lake, Lake Erie, yeah, you can have some 
some seriously bad bad snowfall coming off of that thing. Yeah. Um, but so are you originally from Buffalo? Yep. Born and raised there. Okay. Yeah, that's are where the family big... is, and then uh, um, you know friends moved to South Carolina, or I'm sorry, to Charlotte, and then they they actually offered me to come down to because I was planning on moving, and there was there was a lot of a lot of things that happened. Uh, so it just kind of pulled me there for a little while, for about a year. And uh, yeah, so it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it and I really liked the area. And that's why I kind of kind of went there and stayed. Um, so now it's just uh, now finally making the move official. You should uh, hit up the Cheapster because, uh, like I said, he went from Ohio to South Carolina. So I forget what city. I want to say Greenville or something. But um, yeah, so he could probably... Uh, give you some advice as far as that moving in South Carolina and all that stuff. Awesome. Anyway. So, um, yeah, like, so, so I lost my train of thought. You're from Buffalo. Are you a big bills and Sabres fan? Uh, yeah, or... bills are good. Um, <laughs> you know, when, when the Sabres were doing well, uh, it was nice and you'd watch a game, but then, you know, for the many years that they've been putting crappy product out there, it's, uh, uh, not fun to watch. So I really haven't been watching hockey too much, uh, except for here or there when we go, me and my buddy go to get some chicken wings or something. Yeah. Um, sometimes I'll have the game on um, or like an, the after show, like when the, you know, picking people there. Um, sometimes you do that. So that's pretty much the extent of it. But yeah. uh, Bills are at least entertaining to watch now. Yeah, they've been, the last few years are coming like this close. So I think next year, mm -hmm. just like they get one, they get one round farther in the playoffs every year. So maybe like two or three years from now, they'll finally get a Super Bowl. Yeah, we're hoping. <laughs> Even though I might not be there, but, you know, still, once once a Bills fan, always a Bills fan. Uh, Tony said, remember Ryan is driving? He was in Charleston. Yeah, that dude, he got major views. He's probably one of the biggest mm -hmm. GigTubers of all time. Yeah, and I then, think uh, him and then Darren Levy. Uh, he got... He got axed for, you know, it was against Uber policy. You can't just, you're not supposed to just put dash cam footage of your riders. Mm -hmm. You know, I, even yeah, if like, maybe if you could prove that, like, if you could get them to sign a release or something, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, yeah. I, I mean, that, that's <laughs> kind of where I started was doing dash cam. But the, the whole thing was like, everybody will look and say, well, why is your video censored? Well, because, mm -hmm. you know, that's protecting their privacy as well, too. Mm -hmm. Um, so then that way it kind of, kind of goes into that more grayer area. Um, you know, having the channel for a few years, haven't really had any issues or anything from them. So it's mm -hmm. all right. Yeah. And, uh, I know you have a second, actually two or three channels. Uh, your other, your other channel is called scammer jammer. Yep. So, um, so are you like in cybersecurity? Like that was, or is your day job and you do the ride share on the side or how's it work? No, actually, um, it's it's a funny story because a friend of mine, um, him and I, we met through a mutual friend playing Cards Against Humanity, and then him and I just started like hanging out and talking. That's that's my co-host on on Scammer Jammer, mm -hmm. and uh, so one day I came across a couple of videos through Trilogy Media, um, through Kip Boga, and that's kind of how I was introduced to, to scam baiting, and I'm like, this is awesome like this is so much fun watching this and just messing with these scum people that are, are horrible and horrendous and um you know like seeing some of the things that they're going to it's like oh i could do that i could call up and you know mess with them and 
have a little bit of fun. So uh, I had my friend look at it and that's what ended up happening. We just decided, you know, let's start calling some scammers. Uh, so we did it on, on real rideshare stories for a little bit. Then we actually started a channel, um, Scammer Jammer. And, it, you know, it, it's a lot of fun. Uh, so <laughs> some people are like, that doesn't even seem real. But the thing is, they're so greedy that <laughs> whatever you say and the craziest things that you could come up with, like we, we did a, a joint call where him and I were, um, you know, I was the grandson. He was the playing the grandmother. And uh, we had a tiger like based off um, <laughs> at the freaking show. And uh, like, we're like, oh, my hand's bleeding. Tippers bit my hand. And, you know, the scammer just didn't care. And it's, it, it's amazing to see how crazy it actually gets um, and some of the things that you can kind of push it to. So, you know, we kind of push that, that envelope just to see how much further we can, can see how crazy it yeah. actually is. Yeah. Um, that, yeah, I, I don't know if you know, but let's go widescreen here. So this is my diploma from uh, UCF. I took a cybersecurity course there. And then okay. here's all my uh, CompTIA certifications and Microsoft down here. And oh, nice. um, yeah, so I have a little bit of uh, cybersecurity and a lot of IT experience, but um, I haven't. It's funny. I spent all this money taking that that class during COVID, and I've kept doing you know uh, gig work because it's just so much more fun and more satisfying and everything. You know, mm -hmm. um, being out on the road, just setting your own hours and everything. Um, yeah. <laughs> if it ever comes down to it, I mean, I could definitely get a day job in IT easily. I mean, it'd probably be in a call center, making like fifteen bucks an hour. But you know, it it would be a job. Um, yeah. So, what what is your career background before gig work? Uh, well, I started. Well, I actually I got my degree in business administration, uh, and then you know I was doing pizza delivery for the longest time and paid really well. I had another job um, that wasn't even really within EA, uh, so you know. That's kind of, I think, the typical way now. So I was kind of doing both those jobs. Um, and then, you know, family business uh, came around. Uh, so I was, then I decided to uh, help my mom after she wanted to take some time off there um, with her shop. So I kind of took, took that over um, somewhat. And then, um, you know, with COVID and everything, that kind of shifted to just basically being two days, which she now takes back over. So it's kind of this this whole hoopla of things and then um yeah i just said it would be fun to drive and um when i was in charlotte um you know i didn't really have a job i just kind of went down there and it's one of those things where you know you can start ubering and you can make money so uh back in 2016 that was still at the 80 20 split uh so that was actually pretty good you know you're getting paid real nice and i'm some of these rides that i was taking i'm like they're really paying this amount and now you look back at it and it's like, that's what it should be right now. Um, but, you know, it's it's kind of been a pretty crazy um, you know, thing just going all around. So, uh, yeah, just kind of got into it, you know, mm -hmm. started semi full time and then kind of um, just on and off. And, uh, you know, when I was in New York City, I wasn't going to sign up. I was going to um, actually go to, uh, uh, oh, my God, um, Connecticut right there uh, to the market there. But then. You know things happened where i didn't 
and it wasn't actually available in Buffalo for the, for uh, until January. I'm sorry, uh, June 27th, 2018, I think. Uh, so there was a little break there, and then once I started, I signed up for Lyft and was doing Uber and Lyft. Uh, started with Uber Eats for a little while, didn't like it. You know, I, I was doing food pizza delivery for eight years, and it was much different in my opinion. So it was a lot better there. Uh, mm-hmm. than it was to go to McDonald's and sit there for 20, 25 minutes in the, the pickup lane, just waiting for, to get the food. And it wasn't that appealing and it wasn't really, you know, giving me money or anything. And I liked listening to people more so mm-hmm. than anything. So uh, that's kind of, kind of how it all went. And then, uh, you know, it's just kind of always been something where, you know, it's fun to to go out and do, and, you know, you can meet some crazy people at times. And mm-hmm. um, it's one of those things where, you know, if you want some extra money or you want to do it uh, for whatever reason, um, then it's it's good to just be able to go at any point. Yeah, you must have. I I must have joined Uber right after the eighty twenty split when they went down to like a taxi kind of rate where you got paid by mile and minute. Because I started, I think March of twenty seventeen, okay. and uh, I it's think funny. Seventeen was around then. Yeah, it must have been right after that, or. Because, uh, you know, like I, I had a day job. I used to work for Publix, um, the supermarket chain down here, and not at the store. I worked at the headquarters because I worked in the IT department. And, you know, I worked, you know, Monday through Friday. And then I was just so bored on the weekends. And I had just bought my brand new, I bought a 2017 Honda Fit in Christmas of 2016, which I still have. And it's up to like 100 and almost 130,000 miles now. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> and um yeah, so like I was like, you know, maybe I should start doing Uber to help kind of pay off this car. And uh it's funny that Florida was kind of up until I think it was 2019 or maybe 2018, like the rules for Uber and Lyft, they kind of went county by county and like you couldn't so like I was in Polk County and which is right next to Hillsborough's County, which is Tampa and all the all Tampa Bay, all that area. Mm-hmm. And I could give someone a ride from Lakeland where I live to Tampa, but I couldn't go the other way. And then they made the governor made some kind of rule where they it, it, it was nice because like now I can go literally anywhere in the state of Florida, fire up Uber, and mm-hmm. uh, it'll it'll although I don't really I rarely do rideshare driving anymore. The under the rates are where you are, but it is it is freaking peanuts here. We get 54 cents a mile eight cents a minute you know oh wow it's, yeah it's it's next to nothing the only way to do rideshare driving is when they are offering some kind of big bonus or like a quest or something mm-hmm. um i don't know if you watch uh steve johnson he does the rideshare rodeo podcast and he also has a youtube channel mm-hmm. um last last summer back in august i um I for, like I had deactivated my Lyft account a long time ago. And then, you know, I just during the pandemic, like they were hurting for drivers and they had like these huge bonuses. So they had 1800 guaranteed for 120 rides. So I did that. I did that in like two weeks and like hmm. they owed me, I made like, I made like $800 through Lyft and I got like a thousand dollar bonus or whatever to make up that $1,800 guaranteed. And then as soon as I got my money, I deactivated my account. <laughs> and then um, I did it again in December, except I did a 
well, I I swear that I signed up for a three thousand dollar guarantee. It was one hundred eighty rides for three thousand dollars guaranteed. And when I hit my one hundred eighty rides, like when I when I hit my one hundred twenty the first time back in August, like like that, I got my thousand mm-hmm. dollars or whatever it was. But the, you know, I hit my one hundred eighty rides and nothing happened. So I had to go to the Lyft hub. I was like, well, mm-hmm. you guys owe me about two thousand dollars. <laughs> And they're like, no, you like it took it took like two weeks because they're trying to say, no, you only signed up for two thousand, not three thousand. I'm like, no, I am guaranteed. Like, I am positive that I signed up for the three thousand, but they they were like, well, you know, so like either I can lawyer up and you know, like or we can give you the two grand, you know. So I'm like, all right, you know, I'll take it. And then again, I immediately deactivated my account, and I would consider doing it again. Just like that's the only way I would do rideshare driving mm. here in Orlando because, like I said, the rates are so, you know, rideshare in this area is for suckers unless maybe you're doing Uber X or Uber Black or whatever the the premium. Like if you have a Tesla or something like that, if you have the premium mm. line, um, I don't know if Tony's still watching. I know he has, he drives a Tesla and I he's uh, cleaning up. He's in Denver mm. and. Uh, I, I know he's making a lot of money doing uh, Uber and Lyft in uh, in Denver with his Tesla, but and uh, I know Sergio, you know another rideshare guy contributor, like he does like a challenge, like where he shows like how much money he makes, mm-hmm. and I I have a challenge for Sergio. He's watching. Come to Orlando, see if you can make half of what you make in Los Angeles. I know like he, he has strategies where I guess he only drives you know during surge or whatever, um, <clears throat> but it's just. Not all markets are created equal, you know. What I mean? Oh, uh, absolutely not. I, I mean, yeah. Some of the the way that the rates are, like ours are, um, it's seventy one cents a mile for Lyft, and I think fifteen. I can't remember now. It's like fifteen cents or something for uh, time on Lyft platform. It's sixty seven cents for Uber, and I think fifteen cents a minute um, for Uber as well. Um, I can't remember the time it's it's so abysmal but at least it's a little better um and the good thing is since 2018 when they actually started they haven't dropped it at all so that's another issue too some places you know you see this rate reduction all the time so and then the uh the rate rebalancing and stuff like that too if you have upfront earnings mm-hmm. i don't know if you saw this uh question in the chat have you heard they said what tips would you give to people first getting into gig work I'll let you go. go uh, tips I would say is sign up for as many as you can, whatever seems appealing, and then try them all out. Um, kind of doing that, you know, follow different places that have different tips on, you know, some of the things that you can do um, to learn your market, understand your market, um, know, you know, are you a college town? Are you a busy business di- district? Are you a um, more tourist area? Are you something in between like Chicago where it's, you know, you got tourist areas, then you got, you know, business. Um, Is it something like Vegas where it's all tourist? Is it something, uh, or I should say most of it's tourist, same thing with like Orlando and that, Uh, but you have all your business as well. But just knowing your market is essentially the key to everything. And then the best thing to do is, as you had said earlier, um, drive when there are, things going on, different bonuses, different promotions. Um, So if you have something 
um, that's a, like a, a sign-up bonus, you know, try to complete that with whatever platform you're on. So if you have an Uber sign-on bonus or Lyft, uh, you know, whatever platform it might be, try to complete that because that's extra money you're going to get. And during that time, you should be able to learn your market a little bit. Um, food delivery and ride shares, two different things. Uh, so that is one of the things there. Same thing with, uh, you know, package delivery um, and courier mm-hmm. services. Those are different. But yeah, knowing your markets, knowing the events, going when there's promotions, um, you know, being smart about your driving. And then the last thing, too, is don't take every single order or ride that they give you. Yeah. And make sure it's worth it for you. Don't be one of the people who are like, oh, it's coming to me. I have to accept it. Yeah. You can choose to deny that if it's not going to make financial sense to you. Yeah. Don't you can't go into gig work with a W2 mentality. Like the app is not your boss. You're the boss. You know, you're you're under no obligation to accept anything. This person, I don't know if this is a man or a woman. I'm I don't know if you if you're familiar with this. I've never seen this person before, but you no, know, but welcome. welcome. <laughs> he said or she said, I don't know. Follow up question, start with food or ride share. Um again, it kind of depends on your market. I don't know what city you're in, but I mean, for me, I've found food, especially well. There's really five of the five main areas or types of gig apps. So first is your rideshare, Uber, Lyft. Then you have your food delivery, Grubdash Eats. Then you have your grocery delivery, Instacart, Shipped, and Corner Shop. Then you have like your package and miscellaneous delivery like Amazon Flex, Roadie, Dispatch. And then there's a whole bunch, whole bunch of regional type apps like that. And then you have... Um, your, as the Simpsons would say, the chore monkey jobs, that's like task rabbit, Rover wag, you know, just where you get either like you're walking or now they have these laundry apps too. Have you seen that? Like Sudster, I think one's called yeah. another launder, <laughs> you know, and uh, there's one where you can rent out your, if you have space in your garage, you can rent out space in your garage instead of people going to get like one of those U-Haul storage sheds they can just put it in your garage i'm not really sure how that works but um Mm -hmm. they said uh i've been told if doing food go to the catering route um well i i actually i used to do i don't really do deliver that that much anymore i don't know if chris does catering but the thing about catering jobs is that they're all like the same time every day right about 10 30 or 11 a.m and you can pretty much only do one maybe two if they're close to each other and um it just depends on which app um because some of them can be really high paying some of them are are not i i find that catering apps are there well it's not the catering app it's just the um the client whether because like usually businesses they don't tip so you're just getting paid um the base pay or whatever have you done any catering apps or catering mm-hmm. jobs or anything no i you know the most i've done was uber eats and uh after that experience, I'm like, eh, I'm not really a fan of the food delivery. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I kind of stick more to rideshare. Although, really, um, yeah, I do. <laughs> I do like Spark though. Spark is pretty fun. So, um, that, that's that's the opposite of me. Is like I, I pretty much I I hate rideshare driving. I can we should have a debate sometime. <laughs> like I can tell you, food delivery, food delivery, <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, I would say, like I said, you know, I, well, actually, I would say Instacart Corner Shop is better. Like, I I much rather do Instacart Corner Shop than Grub Dash Eats. You get mm-hmm. a lot more exercise doing grocery shopping. I like the 
the scavenger hunt, you know, aspect of it, of trying to find every item. Um, you put way less miles on your car doing that. You, I mean, rideshare driving, you put tons and tons of miles on your car. Uh, mm -hmm. Food delivery, like, you know, Grub Dash Eats is a lot less than rideshare driving, but then grocery delivery, where, like, back pre-COVID, I was doing Instacart, like, eight hours a day, 40 hours a week, you know? And I put, like, not even a hundred miles on my car every day, like maybe between 60 and 80. If you do, mm -hmm. if you do uh food delivery, you know, eight hours a day, five days a week, you probably put just, again, it depends on your market, but it, you probably expect to put like at least a hundred a day and then rideshare driving. Whew, I mean, that's 150, 150 would be a good day for me. Uh, that's, but you know, get closer to like 200. Yeah. Um, but going back to the question, like, if you want to start what apps or, or, you know, if you're looking at rideshare or um, food delivery, honestly, it's, it's your preference. It's what you want to do or what you like. Uh, mm -hmm. That's why I say sign up with all the different apps because you can, you know, it's not like you can only do, you know, just one app or just a couple apps in the same field, Yeah. but you can actually sign up for all of them, try them out, see what you like the best. And then, you know, take those couple of apps that you really enjoy and then work it to your advantage. So, you know, if you know that Instacart is going to be busy at a certain time and that's the one you really like, then, you know, you're, you're, you're putting your time more towards that. And then same thing, um, if you like the food delivery aspect, you know, again, same thing. And it being in the Columbus area, I'm assuming Ohio, but I could be completely wrong, um, only because it's right not too far yeah. from here. Um, that's like the fast food capital of of the country so there, there's a lot of places that are people are eating um so i'm assuming food delivery is probably going to be pretty good there um but I don't it might also be though. saturated with drivers too yeah. that's yeah. A, that's a problem with like covid um there, there's definitely it doesn't matter which app you're on like every app has way way more contractors than they need in fact like like chris was saying yeah you know, he said ohio um at least apply to like every app because a lot of apps have waiting lists now. Mm -hmm. Like I was on a waiting list for Grubhub for two years. Actually, here's a, uh, here's a, a screen on my phone of just all the apps. Actually, that's not even all the apps I work for. I had to delete a bunch of them on here. Like uh bite squads, not on here. Deliver. That's not on here. Go puffs, not on here. Um, I think there's a couple more. It's just like, um, I don't know if you've ever done GoPuff. I've I've never actually done it. I've signed up for it. I'm in with it, but the warehouses are all really far away from me, and mm. so it's nice to be onboarded with them. And also, I, I've heard nothing but bad things about GoPuff. You know, that's the same thing. Like I I was just I'm, I was looking at different apps to try um, beyond just Uber and Lyft because you know I do like I said I do like rideshare. I like being in the car. You know I have. You know, this is my car right here. It's a 2013 Jeep Grand Cherokee, and it's got 178,000 miles on it now. And so it's still going strong. Wow. And um, yeah, I do enjoy driving. You know, I drive to and from Charlotte, to and from New York, to and from, you know, Texas and all yeah. these different places on top of uh, everything. Plus, you know, all the mileage that you put on for the eight years driving at uh, Pizzeria. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it's, I, I enjoyed that aspect. Um, it's fun and it's different and it's unique because it's, it's so much different than being in an office or whatever. Um, so 
it's fun to me. And so I'm like, you know what? I want to try other apps. So GoPuff was one of them because I'm like, they're they're available in our area. And then I was looking at a couple of the, the national groups uh, that I'm part <laughs> of now, and it's just all complaints, like worse than Uber and Lyft and like Uber people and um, all of that. So it's like, I don't know if I really want to because it seems like there's so many problems. So if there's anybody who's watching that's doing GoPuff, uh, let me know because, yeah, I mean, it's something I would be interested in trying. But if it's going to be a problem off the get go, you know, I'm I'm just not even going to be around it. Yeah, uh, Hannibal and I on our on our news show that we've been doing since last summer, like every time we had a news story about GoPuff, it was always terrible news. Like there, I don't know, did you hear about like where they were like throwing food away, like they were over ordering food. They couldn't keep it in the I, warehouse, I, so they would just throw it away. <laughs> yeah, I heard stuff like that, and then like the some are some people aren't aren't getting paid and um they cut wages and uh like gopuff it works are you in with amazon flex do you do that i am signed up i'm not uh i'm still waiting so wait list same thing with same thing with uh curry i'm on a wait list still uh yeah curry i mean curry is essentially the same as dispatch and roadie it's just like all i i've only done sherwin williams deliveries but they're all very long distance but they're all very very high paying like i've done mm-hmm. ones where i got paid like 100 bucks to drive like like 40 or 50 miles but it's it's worth it if you're going that way anyway roadie roadie is like this close for me to just delete it like i n- almost never do it anymore mm-hmm. um uh but what i was saying about gopuff is like it's kind of like amazon flex where it's like you they have their own warehouses and you just pull up and they assign you like you're there for like a shift, you know, like it might be two to four or, you know, whatever I, you can. I think you can, I think the shortest shift you can do is two hours. And I think they also have kind of like a on demand type thing where you can just show up at the warehouse, make yourself available. And if they have any uh, deliveries available, they'll give it to you. Otherwise, like it, it's kind of like how um, like Grubhub and uh, DoorDash work where they prioritize people who are on shift, quote unquote. But anyway, so believe the way GoPuff works is like, so like they have like with the warehouses, you just show up and like they'll give you like anywhere from like one to like 10 deliveries in a row and you go deliver them. And like, then you have to come all the way back to the warehouse. I've never really understood the appeal of GoPuff because GoPuff is pretty much just convenience store type merch and like smokes and vapes and alcohol. But all that stuff you can get on Uber Eats or DoorDash pretty much. Mm. I mean, like if I wanted, if I absolutely had to have beer delivered right now, I would just fire up Uber Eats, order a six pack from 7-Eleven down the road. You know, I wouldn't order from GoPuff because the closest warehouse is like 20, 30 miles away. And it would take like, it'd probably be like an hour or two hours before it gets here. Why would I do that? Mm. When I could just order on Uber Eats or DoorDash or whatever. Um, yep. Yeah. So maybe I'll do DoorDash or Maybe I'll do GoPuff sometime, but um, right now most of my money is coming from Instacart, Corner Shop, and Amazon Flex. Like, like tonight, I just uh, there's a there's a Amazon warehouse in Daytona Beach, just about forty minutes away from me, and nobody in the Orlando area goes there because like there's another warehouse in Orlando proper, actually not too far from the airport, and um it's just way too far away well actually it's funny it's like almost the exact same distance and my and it's the same mileage and time to get there but 
I'd much rather go to Daytona because like it's way less traffic. You don't take a toll highway to get mm-hmm. there. Uh, the people are nicer out there. You know, the roads aren't all beat up. Well, unless you get a country route, which which has happened. Um, like out there and to- it's which is really funny. Towards the beach, there's a whole rural area. Just there's dirt roads and they're like a roller coaster where they're like this, you know. <laughs> and uh, uh, I did. I posted that on my TikTok a couple weeks ago. I I don't know if you saw that. Um, <clears throat> I might have, uh, I mean, there, there's so much out there, but yeah, it, some of the things you see out there is pretty funny, but Daytona is a nice area. I like it. There. Yeah. I just haven't been in the rural areas except for, uh, what is the place we were driving from, uh, Key West up to, I think it was Orlando or maybe, uh, from Orlando back. Um, it was like, uh, Yeehaw, Yeehaw Florida, I think it was called. Oh, Yahoo um, Junction. Maybe it Is was that, that something Ye- like Yeehaw that. Yeehaw Junction, yeah, Yeehaw Junction, yep. yeah. <laughs> I was, yeah, because I, I remember, yeah, you know, when I lived in Lakeland, I was driving out to Vero Beach, and I forget the name of the road, but yeah, it's one of those county highways in the middle of nowhere. Like, there's just nothing hmm. except like farmland, and yep. uh, you can just you get to this one intersection. It's like the only intersection for like 50 miles where there's a light. And there's a sign that says Yeehaw Junction. I was like, is that real? <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, the, the draw that we were going there was because I think it had like Krispy Kreme or something. And so we got off and got to that intersection and there's like a uh, like a trailer that's right there. And beyond that, you're looking down all four streets uh, or all four ways. You see yeah. absolutely nothing but like tr- little trees in that. And that's it. And other than that, it's just this little uh, thing there. And it looked like there was like donuts sitting on it. It's like, um, no, we're going to pass. So we got back <laughs> on and left. Yeah. Those those rural routes out in uh, Volusia County and Flagler County is like Daytona Beach and uh, like where St. Augustine, you know, mm-hmm. it's uh, between, you know, Daytona Beach and then Jacksonville. It's like those counties there. So anyway, um yeah, so um, it's it's like every kind of stereotype of like the redneck country that like they'll have signs out here. I think I posted on my Instagram and it'll say, you know, people around it'll say like there's signs where people it'll say like, you know, we really believe in the Second Amendment here. You know, trespassers not welcome. You're you're this is a danger like expecting to hear like the banjo song, you know. And uh, so I was making a delivery. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was expect I was thinking a delivery with Amazon Flex. And, um, you know, people, they have like huge iron gates, you know, and a lot of them, you don't even like their house is so far away from the road. You don't even see their house. They just have like a, a plastic tote bin or whatever. They leave right outside their gate. Like that's where they want their deliveries, which is fine by me. But, um, Mm -hmm. and a guy, his, his gate, he, it was like a really nice gate, but it said he actually had, um, you know, I'll just bring it up. I'll show you. It's hard to explain, but. I don't know if you guys can see this since this is my own. Uh, let's see if you guys can see this. All right. See the gate. Mm-hmm. It'll start. To, there you go. See it. Like the gate actually says, keep the fuck out. And like, that means somebody had oh, to wow. actually make that. And like, <laughs> it's, it's not like it's like spray painted on or something like that's something that some craftsman had to make. You know, and um, 
Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. But I've never had a problem with people. In fact, they're actually really nice. Mm-hmm. In fact, I, I was out there a couple weeks ago. I got a freaking ticket from the state highway because I had a uh, plastic cover on my license plate. And it had kind of yellowed on the inside. So the state trooper pulled me over and he gave me this ticket because he's like, I can't read your your license plate. And he said, if you take that off and contest the ticket, I'll, you know, I'll go to court and I'll tell the judge to drop it. But so I called the 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 Volusia County Court and I said, I need to contest this ticket. And they're like, okay, you go on our website and you have to fax something to us. I'm like, fax? What is this like 1990? <laughs> Like, why can't I just fill something out on the website, you know? And they're like, oh, you can come to the courthouse and fill out a paperwork in, in person. So, which I've been meaning to do. The problem is the, the courthouse closes at four. And it's like, so I'm like, if I ever get an Amazon, which I was hoping to do today, I'd have to get like an Amazon block, you know, and then go up there with enough time that I can hit the courthouse and then still have enough time to hit, hit Amazon. So mm. anyway. That was a, that was a long uh, rant, but I, I was always wondering how did you get hooked up with uh, Harry uh, Campbell, the rideshare guy? Because, like, like I said, you do a lot of videos for his channel in addition to your own channel. So, how did Harry approach you? Did you approach him? Do you do, um, do like all the editing and the thumbnails yourself, or does he do them? Like, how's that work? No, there, there's there's a team uh, of people that are there, uh, so it's actually kind of pretty cool because. Uh, Originally, it started where I was uh, approached by the then uh, YT manager, and uh, he's like, hey, you know, uh, if you want to put a couple of guest videos on there, and I'm like, sure, why not? So um, they liked it, and they're like, hey, you want to make some more videos? I'm like, sure, why not? And uh, so it ended up being more like the um, Uber and Lyft uh, breaking news and things with, with that and, you know, different different tips and tricks and um, a lot of stuff there. So that's kind of how it started um, and kind of has been going ever since. And then, you know, in addition to uh, my channel, you know, it's right now, like I said, it's uh, I've kind of taken a small little break from from real rideshare stories because it's doing so much with uh, the rideshare guy and then just in the process of moving. So um, I think I'm going to probably try to, uh, um, you know, kind of differentiate between the two a little bit more just because it's a lot more like news and what's going on in the Uber and Lyft world um, and stuff like that. So instead of doing, you know, kind of the the same video on two different channels, um, I'll probably just go back to, you know, more stories and uh, what's Mm -hmm. going on out there and some of the crazy stuff that people are seeing and all that, because you can Mm -hmm. see quite a bit of that all over the place. Yeah. It's funny. I used, I watched your channel when you first launched and, uh, and I, and I, some of your old videos, you're wearing the aviator sunglasses. Yeah. Was that like a, a salute to Kit Boga or something? Or no, it's were you just, just trying to like I, establish your look? Or no, you know, I if I'm outside during the day, no matter what time of the day, if it's sunny out, um, I'm wearing sunglasses. So uh, it's just one of those things that um, you know, it just kind of happened that way. And um, I think the first, like the first few videos, it was probably because I was. Uh, uh, if you look in the, the sunglasses good enough, you'll probably see like what I was reading from because I haven't done videos or anything like that. So it was kind of one of those things where I had it written down and I'm looking at it on uh, in front. So it was like, so instead of seeing my eyes looking at the camera, it was looking down. Um, so I think it was kind of all that mixed together. But yeah, um, if anybody sees me out in 
you know, the public um, arena where it's daytime, I'm always wearing sunglasses, whether it's, you know, pretty much from sunrise to sunset. Um, yeah. That's how it is here in Florida, except like the, the sunglasses I have, they kind of hurt my head after a while. Oh, you gotta this get is, a nice uh, pair then. This my, is, those uh, are so old. They're like six years old at this point. <laughs> I still wear it. They got scratches on the lenses and stuff, and the uh, the ear, the uh, nose pieces are missing. They popped out. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I they still work, and all I got to do is just go to the Oakley store and get some new, new, uh, nose pads and all that but they're comfy i mean once you get used to them after a while how's your right. uh how's your eyesight i work 2020 oh, okay. i wear contacts yeah yeah i've worn glasses since like fifth grade i've never i don't, I don't know i just never got into uh doing contacts which is funny because like everybody else in my family wears contacts <laughs> except for me um mm -hmm. let's see i i wrote some uh oh yeah so um some I I don't I don't really a question on this, but I noticed like so like when you're doing videos, I don't think you have that studio set up anymore. Um, where you had like that one big light, like it looked like it was <clears> in the <throat> corner of the room. Do you still have yep. that set up or? No, no, I moved from there, so okay. half of my stuff is actually packed up right now. Uh, so right now this is the, the green screen right here. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, because otherwise I'm sitting in the basement right now. <laughs> so uh, okay, that's cool. my my computer. Uh, had turned into uh but once once we get in down south well i'll have my office then <laughs> yeah well what i was gonna say is some, uh, something that always drove me crazy whenever i watch your videos with that big light is that to the side you could see the plug where it was plugged oh, yeah. into the outlet and it would drive me crazy i'm like ah why doesn't you just crop that out you know like um, yeah it, yeah you're talking about uh, this is here's my right. green screen and you can actually see the uh the plug down there where the cat's water is plugged in and mm -hmm. uh what i used what i used to do is i this desk i just turned it 90 degrees so that um i had the green screen behind me but you know i kind of like this better especially in the wide because you can see the uh you can see my my bookshelf here i just need to get a lot more books <laughs> they're mm -hmm. mostly beer books and um probably recognize this one here's a Here's uh, Harry's book. I bought this off of, um, I think I got this on Amazon or, or uh, Barnes. I, I, I have to meet Harry in person someday so I can get him to sign this. But uh, um, I wrote, I don't know if you can see these five stack books here. It's the Handbook of Porters and Stouts. That's a book that I, this is a book I co wrote in uh, oh, nice. 2014. And uh, I, I, I'm really proud of this book. It's, um, it's, I don't know if you know, I've been doing beer reviews since like 2007. Um, oh, I, don't, nice. I, don't, I don't do them as much as I used to. I used to do text reviews too. I just, so what I do now, like I have a whole separate channel called Chad's Beer Reviews. And uh, I used to post to it every day, like clockwork. And um, as is often happens with me, I just kind of like hit a wall <laughs> after a while. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. And, um, so I do, I will post video, uh, beer reviews and I'll usually do them live stream. Cause I used to, you know, do them, uh, like with editing and effects mm -hmm. and everything. And now I'm just, you know, I just, now I just do them on my phone and it has to be like a really special beer. I don't know if you're a, a big beer guy or, or whatever. I mean, Buffalo, Buffalo is a pretty good beer I, town, right? Yeah, it is. There's a lot of breweries in that, but, um, unfortunately I, I can't get into it. Uh, I used to work at a country club. 
and I was doing dishwashing when I first started way back when. And unfortunately, uh, when they would come like after a party or anything like that, the servers would take the, the beer and dump it right there. So you'd have the, the smell and then like the food and it just mm. turns. So anytime I like try drinking it, it just takes me right to there. It's like, uh, but you know, I'll, I'll, I do like wine and I do like liquor. So, you know, <laughs> at least it's two out of the three. I noticed in your, uh, your green screen background, that that's from your car. You have that back shield. Did yeah. you, uh, did they send that to you or did you buy that? Cause they sent that, they sent one to me and I never, I never used it. I gave it to, I gave it to somebody. Um, you like yeah, it? They sent it to me. Um, they, it was going to be, I don't remember. It was going to be some, some deal, but then it fell through. So, uh, they're like, Hey, just keep it and enjoy. So I'm like, okay, cool. Um, I think that they pulled the funding for something cause it's more, more for like truckers, but, um, you know, I've, I put it in and haven't taken it out since. So, um, do I actually notice a difference or not? You definitely feel like sitting up straighter. Uh, you feel that it's, it's pretty rigid. So, um, it doesn't have any flex. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. I might have to try to get a new one or something just to compare the two putting that one in, uh, versus the one that I have. Um, I mean, beyond that, I usually just, if, when I go out, normally I leave it like, eight o'clock at night when I go out and do ride share, um, sometimes a little earlier, but usually around eight and then, you know, mm-hmm. come back depending on how busy or slow it is. It might be like one to three, four in the morning or something like that. Um, so, you know, have, has it kept me up or alert? I'm not sure. Um, I like to think it, but I also just drink Celsius, which is an energy <laughs> drink. So it's like 200 milligrams of caffeine. So it'll, it'll, it'll wake you really? up. Oh Yeah. I, I get a lot of orders for Celsius on Instacart and Corner Shop. People, and it's not, they don't put it in the soda aisle with Monster and, and mm-hmm. Rockstar and all that. They put it in the health food aisle. And yeah, um, it's, it's designed more, it's not like the actual energy drinks like Monster or Red Bull or anything. It's mm-hmm. a little bit different. So if you look at the, um, the uh, ingredient list and all that and on the back of the can, um, or the box, depending on what you get. Um, yeah, it's, it's a little bit different. It's more healthier. Uh, there's a lot more in it that's a little bit better for you. So that's why I kind of go to that one versus the other ones. Um, but there, there's been quite a few that have come out uh, recently that are pretty good too. So I think there's one when I go to vitamin shop, um, I forget the name of it, but there's a, it's blue ice or something uh, and mm. it's really good. So and that's I think got 200 milligrams of caffeine too, so it, it's got some some packet to the punch. There's a there's a new monster. It's like a peach flavor, and uh, it's it's really really good. I don't know why they didn't come out with it years ago. And uh, it's like it's really rare that I'll drink an entire energy drink can like in one shot. Like I'll usually drink like half of it, and then I'll just put it in the fridge, and then I'll drink the rest the next day or whatever. The problem is like they're carbonated, and if you let them sit, they go flat. But th- mm. that new that new peach monster, if you let it, even if it goes flat, it still tastes just as good. So oh, nice. check check that one out if you can. You know, it's funny. You just uh, you took the words out of my. I was gonna ask what what is like your normal like work day or work week schedule like? Or I mean, does it change all the time? Or do you try to like do you know more or less the same days and times? Uh well, things are kind of up in the air right now in terms of. Uh, everything that's going on, you know, I have two kids now, so 
Um, one's four, one's one and a half. Uh, so mm -hmm. that, that takes a lot. So, uh, try to be, be with them. The good thing is I get to work, you know, from home and, you know, do mm -hmm. YouTube. So it's not just one channel, it's three, um, which is good there. And then when it comes to, um, you know, Uber or Lyft, like I said, that's usually about eight o'clock or so when I go out, um, just cause I prefer night versus during the day. Although that's probably going to shift right now, um, just for the, uh, for the foreseeable future until probably I move um, just because with, uh, you know, starting spark and stuff like that um, and doing a couple other things that's more during the day. So I'm just trying to, trying to shift things around. Um, mm -hmm. And then that way with like YouTube and stuff, you can always pretty much do that whenever, as long as, you know, things get done that need to get done and out on time, then you're good to go. So that's always yeah. a good thing. You prefer to work nights. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I like, I, the only, to me, the only advantage of working night over day is just like, you know, the sun's not out. So it's not like, it's, it's not on your eyes, but I mean, like I have bad eyesight. Like I feel like I can't see after dark now I have these, uh, you're seeing these like driving glasses. They're basically like hunter's glasses. They're just like, like an Amber mm -hmm. like, and like, it's, it, I, it does help for like oncoming headlights, but, um, I don't. I don't think it really. That's kind of a placebo effect. I don't know if you've ever seen them. They just call them like night goggles or yeah, something. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, you, um, you ever tried those? I haven't tried those, but I, it's probably like the blue light glasses that they're they're seeing with like the computer screens and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Who knows if the, there's a real effect there? Um, yeah. So I'm not sure. Um, for me personally, I hate driving in traffic. So uh, yeah, day, yeah. That's that's kind of my big pet peeve um is is just sitting in traffic and all that but uh um you know night's always fun too because you have people usually going out so tomorrow night's thursday thursday so you got you know the college going out to, to the local bars and stuff like that and you're doing runs back and forth between that so you're just going from one place to the next so you don't really put too many miles like um you know trying to go pick up somebody else because you're usually going from a bar district that's right near one of the colleges uh, back to the college to the campus and then going from the campus to a bar and you know all mm -hmm. around um, so that's that's pretty much like that uh, when it comes down to it but are people you know, uh are people good tippers there <laughs> oh no <laughs> it's it's pretty much probably the average um you'll get some people that'll tip hand in cash which is always nice you get some in the app um but mm -hmm. yeah i would say probably like between two and four out of ten uh so you're looking at 20 to 40 percent probably that actually tip um, well that's like double what it is here <laughs> i found like i get like maybe one in ten people would tip either in cash or in the app and i don't know if you've seen any of my old uh rideshare day videos a lot of them are like i showed this like how i made the tip box and mm -hmm. you get this you get a there's these lights you can buy at walmart and like they're in the camping section for whatever reason so it's like this battery pack and it's like a, a wire and like they're little blue led lights and i would wrap them around the tip box and uh what i would like the tip box is like this clear hard plastic and it's meant to be like a ballot box or mm -hmm. yeah and it has a lock on it and so what i would do is i you drill a couple of holes in the bottom and then i would zip tie it to the center console so originally i would zip tie it to behind the headrest but 
for like liability because if somebody ever if we had to stop short they might smash their head right into the tip mm -hmm. box so i put it put it on the center console and then i i used to have they don't make them anymore i had like these led uh phone chargers and like they would plug right into the center console because there'd be a you know a usb port in there and especially when i used to drive at night and you know you're doing drunk college kids or anybody you know at night in those led lights those make people i don't know what it is like what it is about lights but it just it's <laughs> like this something in our monkey brain you know that's why people love christmas driving around seeing yep. the lights on people's houses and stuff oh um, here, here's a tip for um for for who asked earlier if you're doing ride share and you're doing it at night um lights will change the game so i got yeah i got like a mood mirror, lights I got a, like mood lights under the seats and yep. yeah they got the four pack on amazon for like 20 25 or something mm -hmm. so i got that a couple of years ago and uh it, it it changed the whole persona when people were getting in the car everybody was yeah. like oh that's so cool and then i got the the i so I, I said i had a jeep i got the jeep projector lights that when you open the door it shows jeep on the ground oh yeah, yeah. and people like because nobody has that i'm like oh that's really cool it was 20 dollars as well so you're spending 40 bucks and you know other people are getting candy and water and all this crap and i'm like i'm not gonna do that i'm not spending my money when rates are so low compared to what they were when i was driving in charlotte and um so i got the lights and i got those projectors and people go were going crazy for it they're just like holy crap where did you get that from so you could watch some of the the videos and they'll be like you if you hear somebody saying um, oh my god that's so cool or where'd you get that from they're talking about like the projector lights uh, yeah. so that's one thing i would recommend doing if you're going to do nighttime driving same thing with lights i actually just got a new kit uh, because the other ones kind of took a crap on me they were you know part of them weren't lighting up and they weren't going the same all at the mm. same time because i usually just do the cycle through the lights um so i just got a new set actually that i put in um they're actually a little bit bigger and they have more patterns and um, some things so that's actually kind of cool and then i actually have to get uh two new projectors because somebody stole one of mine um, <laughs> and then the other one i accidentally kicked uh so i gotta get I, two new ones yeah i i got those projector lights i think they're called puddle lights and Something um like that. yeah i can never like because like you have to put like a a sensor like inside like inside the car and then like you would you use like a sticky thing to stick it to the door. So it's like when they get, hmm. when they, when they, when, it, when they get close together, it turns the light off. And when they go apart, it turns the light on. And, hmm. uh, I, it must just be like the material of my door because like I tried everything. I tried like, you know, just the sticker that came with it. I tried like super glue, gorilla glue, nothing would stick. So hmm. I just sent them back and like, actually like, I don't really drive at night anyway, but, um, yeah, those mood lights. I have them in the closet now since I never do ride chair driving. I have my tip box up there too. But yeah, those mood lights, like, yeah, they're super cheap on Amazon or you can get them at AutoZone mm -hmm. or Walmart or something like that. Especially, yeah, I do I do like what, what you do where they just kind of cycle through the rainbow. Like, the mm -hmm. slower, the better. There's the ones where, like, it'll strobe with the beat of the music. And, uh, yep. and uh, like, those LED chargers too. Like, they're yep, actually... They're actually pretty shitty chargers, but it just the lights they used to come in different colors, you know. Like I mean like red is Apple, green is Android. Yeah, and the, the whole thing is it's it's you know, it's it's the uh whole 
idea that you're you're trying to give off like it seems like it's so much better because most people just don't do that they're just like oh here's my car sometimes it's not really that clean or whatever and like i I keep mine clean like everybody who gets in my car they're like oh is this a new jeep no it's 10 years old at this point now so (laughs) you know it's just taking care of your stuff and you know always just making sure it's clean you know i got the weather tech uh floor mats in there which really helped too um, so when you get like dirt or spills or anything, it's real easy to clean up. Um, you just take a little bit or you just do a little bit of stuff in your car. Yeah. Those, uh, those chargers too, where you plug them in and then it looks like they're charging yeah. with the light. Yeah. Um, little stuff like that. And then I actually just came across this thing on Facebook the other day. It's like a, a panel that you can put in your door that's on the floor and it lights up too. And it's got one of those little sensors, but it's not like the magnet, like what with those those flood lamps, mm-hmm. um, or the door projectors. And it shows whatever logo you want. So it could, for me, I was looking at the Jeep ones, and you know stuff like that just kind of sets you apart because it's like you yeah. get in and you're like, oh, this is you, you, a rider hasn't seen that. So maybe that's why I was getting a little bit more tips uh you know 20 to 40 percent or so um over not having it and i've noticed like my rating went higher and you know you get different uh comments and feedback and stuff on that um i just noticed doing that and doing it real simple things just you know kind of elevated from there mm-hmm. so I, again maybe it's the monkey brain or, or <laughs> the brain that everybody was uh had mentioned before so yeah, do you have an actual tip box or you just use your wallet? Uh, I had one and I, th- I think I actually got it from, from your idea. Um, and then I, I kind of did the same thing. Um, it didn't really do anything. So mm. at that point, then uh, I just kind of took it out and, you know, haven't really put it in since. So I, I would try it again, you know, just it, do you have a center console or like something you can zip tie it to because that way nobody can steal it and um you know um actually while we're on the subject we can kind of transition here something a little bit more serious um actually but actually before we get to that i wanted to make a point is what you were just saying is that like you know just that little extra effort impresses the the riders and customers more and this is something i've been saying i don't know if you've been watching any of my podcasts like the um especially the new show I do with Hannibal. Um, I always say, you know who the real MVPs are? It's the freaking turds that do the bare minimum effort and not just on Uber Lyft, but also, you know, Grub Dash Eats, Instacart, anything. People who do like, they don't message the customer. They don't, um, they don't do anything beyond what the scope of the job is like no in- initiative, nothing. You know, people who, I don't know if you've ever used these services as a customer, I have, and usually whenever I order DoorDash, um, the, it's like it's either a girl who shows up who's dressed like a prostitute, like she's about to go walk the streets, or it's some dude who looks like he just came from the YMCA and he's wearing like you know like a wife beater and like basketball shorts, and he probably even has like the pancake sweat you know under the armpits <laughs> or like the V-neck sweat you know, or just you know stinky person. And, um, so I always say they're the, these freaking turds. And I always say that cause like I was in the military and that's what we always say to people that don't work, you know, um, all like they're the real MVPs because people like you and I, who actually put the effort in and like, we're real five-star drivers is that 
because people are so used to these bare minimum effort um, drivers and you know other contractors or whatever is that when yeah they actually get a, a, a smidge of customer service they're like wow like that's real five star service you know mm-hmm. so 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 everybody who out there who does the bare minimum effort you know thank you because you make yeah, us thanks. look so much better <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'll take your four star and raise you one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, like I was saying, I was going to get on the serious uh, topic here. It's like, you know, obviously you cover the news for, for rideshare guy. Um, there's just been like so many carjackings. And also, I mean, like when, like I do my news, um, my, we used to do it once a week. Now we do it twice a week. So there's so much news. And also like on my Twitter first, like I, I have a, I don't know if this is how you do it. Like I have Google alerts set up and, I'll get a digest email in every morning about 7 a.m. So I wake up, I just start going through the news. Like I'll tweet it out and then whatever is, I think is worthy of talking about on the show, then like I'll copy and paste it into a Word document. Um, And it's just like almost every day, it's like Uber driver shot, Uber driver carjacked, Uber driver robbed, or it doesn't even have to be Uber, it could be DoorDash, Instacart, any of those. And um, so um, do do you do like the, like Google alerts like that? Or like, how do you get your news? Um, for the news, it depends. Uh, a lot of the times what I'll do is uh, I'll just look it up on Google or some, or my phone and I'll just type in like DoorDash and then go to the news tab or uh, mm-hmm. Uber or whatever. Um, checking out the, you know, uberpeople.net uh, is another resource, Reddit, um, just a couple of different places that, you know, drivers are talking or things are going on. Uh, you can kind of find things out. Then you know Harry gets quite a bit of quite uh, quite a bit of stuff too, um, and then you know he'll just send it to me, and he'll be like, "Hey, this is uh, some of the news that's coming out. Uh, I don't know if you saw it or not, but let's get a video on that." So mm-hmm. that's pretty much how that works when it comes to the news, um, depending on what what it is. So, do you think that there's like a trend of like criminals going specifically targeting? Uber Lyft drivers and, you know, other gig workers, or is it just kind of like a coincidence? I'm going to go with uh, its opportunity Mm -hmm. and whether there's, I'm sure some are specifically targeted. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Then I think sometimes it's, it's chance where maybe it's just, uh, you know, wrong place, wrong time uh, or right place, right time, depending on uh, either side. So like, you know, a criminal that comes by or driving by sees you sitting there, um, you know, they, they could potentially do, say, hey, this is somebody who's sitting here. They're not really paying attention. They're looking on their phone. They're not paying, you know, whatever it might be. So I, I'm going to go with, uh, I. It, it's probably a mix. Um, some are targeted. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, just by orders, you know, some of the stories that you read from people. Um, what they're posting, they're saying like, yeah, there was some weird order. And then all of a sudden, you know, they tried robbing me, um, things like that. Uh, same thing with like the carjackings and stuff like that, especially like in Chicago and, you know, a couple of these other areas that they're really, really hard hit. Um, it does seem like uh, that they're being targeted just because basically you just order a ride and poof, hey, there you go. Uh, there's a car that rolls up and, and can do what, it, what we want. So yeah, I think there's there's kind of both. Have you ever had any dangerous encounters like 
robbery or just like a hostile rider or anything like that? Uh, yeah, hostile riders. You know, driving at night, you know, you pick up the drunks. Um, so one of mine, probably the worst was uh, basically it was two guys that walked out from a bar and uh, drunk. But essentially what I do is I lock my doors and then verify the person getting in, uh, rolling, you know, rolling down the window and that. So it just seemed like those two people, you know, normally you have that gut feeling that says there might be more or something. This one just seemed like it was the two people. And then they get in and uh, once they get in, then they're like, oh, yeah, we got another person coming. I'm like, OK, that's fine. Whatever. And then, you know, some time goes by and then it, one of the person, one of the people go out and somebody stays in the car and then, you know, th uh, four other people come in. So I can only take uh, four people, not five. And so they were trying to get in. I'm like, no, I can't take you guys. Sorry, it's not going to happen. And uh, the one guy was drunk. And then, you know, he gets in my face and, you know, he he, he gives me the finger right in my face. And like, I was almost at the point where like I could have just taken his hand and just cracked it. Um, that's I'm not going to say pe people to do that. But um, one of the things I am going to recommend that people can do is the best thing to do is take uh, defense courses. So if you ever find yourself in some situation that could be elevated and you can't necessarily get it down, um, luckily, you know, two of his friends kind of backed him off. Um, but yeah, that, that was probably the worst of it um, where somebody did get my face um, and probably would have tried to throw down uh, if those other people didn't take care of it. Um, that was probably the worst. There were a couple other ones where it was just, you know, real drunk and obnoxious people at that point. Yeah. But, you know, for for the couple of minutes that they're in the car, or, you know, 10 minutes or so, at that point you kind of got to just be like, um, yeah, well, I'll get you home soon or something. That, so what, what you were just saying, that's kind of why I don't do, why, why I don't do ride share, especially at night. Or, I mean, I don't really do it in general just because, like I said, it pays next to nothing here. But um, hmm. it, I, I like when I first started doing it and I was doing it on nights and weekends, um, mostly because it's fun, especially if you have like co drunk college girls in, you know, um, I, I'm sure you've had like there's I mean, for all those low, you know, bad stories like that, I'm sure you probably have plenty of fun stories, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like uh, drunk drunk sorority girls are probably probably the best you know or just anybody who do you guys have a casino there yep yeah okay. there's yeah, two so, there's one in in downtown buffalo and then there's one up in niagara falls yeah like there's one there's a casino in tampa when i used to live in lakeland tampa was right there and i used to just camp out in the in the casino parking lot just hoping like i'm gonna pick up somebody that just won tons and tons of money they're giving me like a hundred dollar tip and that did happen except i the the biggest tip I ever got was 20 bucks I was hoping for like somebody's gonna give me a hundred dollar bill someday, but it, that never happened. Like I will say, like the best, the best cash tip I ever got ever was in Lakeland, which is a pretty small town, and I was just taking them from their house to the bar, and this is like at eight o'clock on a Thursday or something. It was not like in the middle of the night or anything, and um, it was it was like a guy and two women, probably you know a little bit older than me. And it was going like maybe a mile. It was not very far at all. And the guy gave me a $20 cash tip on like a one mile, five, 10 minute ride. So like, what's, do you have any single greatest stories like that or anything? Tip wise, um, there was a guy that I was picking up from 
east side of Buffalo, and he was trying to, to hit up this one girl. And so, I mean, he wanted to go get some. Hey, good for him. And uh, I guess something happened where he couldn't go. So um, we made it like two blocks away from his house. And then he's like, you know what? Just just take me back home. So he updated the app back home. And then, you know, he gave me $17 just for that, uh, which was kind of cool. And then there was a $6, or was it 5 or $6 tip uh, in the app too? So it was. it ended up being like just over $20 um just to take him nowhere <laughs> and so <laughs> that was kind of cool um the other one was there was a 60 dollar tip for a party it was um i think it was a holiday party uh, i can't remember specifically uh it was some party that was going on at one of the hotels and taking people home um and it was somebody else and then uh, another one was a little bit longer of a ride and so it was um Asian people, which is uh, very common in that specific area because of the University of Buffalo, it's got a high Asian population. So mm-hmm. um, some are are straight from China. And so they were, they're going to school, but they were going somewhere to meet up with, I, I don't know, maybe a professor or something. And I'm not, not entirely sure, but there was um, taking a ride and then halfway there, and it was a longer ride, but it wasn't far from my house. So I'm like, okay, that's fine. I'll, I'll take it. And it was going like 45 minutes around the city. I'm like, okay, great. Long ride. And then I'll end up closer to my house. And then they're like, oh, you know, then we got to continue on uh, to the next place after. They didn't put that in the app. And I said, oh, okay, where are you going? And then they said to a hotel that's, again, still not too far from the house. I'm like, okay, great. It's just like 30 minutes, though added on to that so it was like it ended up turning into like an hour and a half ride or whatever it was for the ride itself but then when i get to the spot that they're going they're like yeah we're going to be here for for a few minutes uh i don't know how long maybe 10 minutes or so and i said you know what that's fine because i knew the ride was already a good ride you know taking um that whole leg but the guy that was in the house comes out and says you know, they're going to stay or they're going to be here for maybe about 25, 30 more minutes. And this was like five, six minutes already in. So I'm like, that's fine. I don't have a problem with it. It was a slower night. I think it was like a Monday or Tuesday. So it was a slower night at that way. But he ends up giving me a $50 tip right there to sit and wait. I'm like, okay, awesome. So uh, there are definitely some some good times when you have that. Um, so those, those are like the tipping. And then you have like the yeah, you have the the drunk girl stories hitting on you and all that, and that's it's fun and then it's annoying sometimes at the same time. So, um, there's there's always some really good stories. Uh, you have any? Uh, hmm? You have any pukers yet? Yeah. Or do you have the the? Do you have the, those blue hospital grade yeah. barf bags, amesis yeah, bags? I think actually, they're called. Yeah. So, uh, fun you story. <laughs> I had somebody throw up in the car. I think it was it was Uber or Lyft. I can't remember which platform. Uh, it was a Thursday night. And then one week later, I had the, the same thing happen on a different platform, another person. And it just, it, it was the most annoying thing. But luckily, and this is for anybody out there, you if you drive at night and you have this happen, do not let that sit in your car. So buy carpet cleaner and go to the closest gas station that's open get the vacuum and vacuum it out get the the wipes clean it up get the carpet cleaner clean it out 
then that way you take care of it. It's done. You don't have to worry about it. So uh, luckily, you know, unfortunately, or I should say, unfortunately, on the one end, if you report it, then you're off the platform. But because I cleaned it out myself, you know, then I was still able to continue on to the other platform. So when it happened on Uber, I went to Lyft. When it happened on Lyft, I was on Uber. So I still was out there making money. Uh, but just clean it up right away. Make sure it's all taken care of because you don't want that sitting in the car for a day or so, uh, even yeah. a couple hours. It's just no. <laughs> and then, Did you? Ever, um, I I but, had um, these uh, like waterproof seat covers for both the bucket seat and the back seat. Like they're meant for pets because like they're meant for like you know a dog could pee on them and it's not going to soak through. It, but mm. they're very uncomfortable for the riders. It's kind of like sitting on like a raincoat or something. Um, mm -hmm. actually I have a cleaner. I don't know if I still have it. Uh, and then the other thing since, well, he's getting that, um, then yeah, that's when I invested into the, uh, into those, uh, those puke things from Amazon. Yeah. yeah like, get, yeah, get this. Exactly uh, what I have. Yeah. It's like a foam and it has a scrubber here. And, um, I've had this for years and actually I use it like for my cats now, like they, uh, They'll come straight from the litter box to my bed, and then they <laughs> leave like, 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 like litter mud stains on the bedspread or whatever. Mm. Um, yeah, so I mean, highly recommend everybody if you're a rideshare driver, stop at your local Walmart, AutoZone, or whatever, pick up one of these. Um, yeah, with with the scrubber because it really gets yeah. it in there. It's real yeah. good. Yeah, you and can then, actually yeah, right detach this too. Yeah, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, like and then, the. Uh, oh, go ahead. <laughs> I, I never had anybody puke in my car. I had people come close and I had the Mises bags. And I was like, if you got to puke, just grab one of those blue things right there. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but what I did have is like, I had the same thing, like in the back, like I can see in your picture, the, uh, the, oh shit handles as people call them. I was picking up. So I was in Tampa and, uh, I picked up these two guys like at world of beer and like, they weren't like sloppy drunk or anything. They were just like totally normal. In fact, they were being pretty quiet and the guy who was sitting behind me, he was just grabbing, he's holding the handle the entire ride. And mm -hmm. it wasn't a very long ride, maybe 10, 15 minutes, you know, 20 tops. And, you know, I drop him off and like, it was probably like one or two in the morning. I started heading home and I get one more, I turn on the destination filter going home and I get the next ride. These two girls get in and the girl, like she sees, she's like, Oh my God, what's that on your, on your car, on the ceiling there? It's like, is that jelly? And like, I guess the guy, his whole hand must have been bloody or something, because he, oh, wow. from holding the the handle, he got blood all over the uh, the headliner. I guess they call it like the that felt on the ceiling there. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was able to get most of it out with this. And actually, if you look really close today, you can still kind of see the stain. But um, if if that girl hadn't noticed it, I probably wouldn't have noticed it either. At least not until like. It's like you don't go in the back seat of your car that often, and uh, yeah, and I, I time you're looking down at the floor or something. Yeah, the seats. And that was back before. I can't remember if it was Uber or Lyft. I think it was Lyft actually. Um, like where you, all you had to do was just send a picture in, and like they would charge the customer like a hundred dollar cleaning fee. But like I think now you have to actually get the car clean and then submit a receipt or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. Is that how oh, I, I, haven't, uh, I haven't had to do a cleaning if, if fee anybody in years. Needs a receipt, hit me up. 
Um, anyway, yeah, those, those puke bags though are are definitely uh, something yeah. you want to have too if you're taking people at night. I mean, if you're driving during the day, chances of that happening is is very rare. Um, mm-hmm. Another big thing that you can do too is like the Ziploc freezer bags. Uh, so if you don't have those yet and you don't have Amazon Prime for like a free one day or two day shipping, um, and it takes a little bit longer or something, then uh, yeah, those Ziploc freezer bags, the big ones, uh, those mm-hmm. work real well. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've been going for a while. I have uh, my uh, my lightning round questions here. I don't know if you saw my interview with Jacob from a couple of weeks ago. So um, these are all like A or B, one or two. It's um, uh, like, like don't really think. It's just, you know, this or that. And uh, like they're like, it runs the, the whole gamut of like sports, music, food, uh, just pop culture and the, like total non sequiturs. And some of these are like super obscure. Like you might not get a reference, but um, yeah, I like. I'm just something I'm trying to just do with the, the show this year. I think it's, it's kind of interesting. So if you're ready, right. there, there's a lot of them, but because it's all one or two, like you don't have to explain your answer unless you really okay. want to, but um, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a lot of them, but we can get through them quick. All right. Ready? All right. Uh, cats or dogs? Dogs. Beer or wine? Wine. Simpsons or Family Guy? Family Guy. Elvis or the Beatles? Elvis. Baseball or basketball? Neither, but basketball. <laughs> Cars or trucks? Cars. Coffee or tea? Tea. Michigan or Ohio State? Michigan. Yankees or Red Sox? Yankees. Michael Jackson or Prince? Jackson. Xbox or PlayStation? PlayStation. (laughs) (laughs) Boxers or briefs? Briefs. Monopoly? Technically both. Yeah, that's that's what I like too. Um, Monopoly or Scrabble? Monopoly. Lasagna or shepherd's pie? Lasagna. Tetris or Dr. Mario? Oh, Dr. Mario. Soup or salad? Salad. (laughs) Duke or North Carolina? That's a toughie. I'd have to say North Carolina. Tom Brady or the Manning Brothers? Anybody but Brady. (laughs) (laughs) Manning Brothers. iPhone or Android? iPhone. <laughs> Visa or MasterCard? Visa. Biceps or triceps? All. <laughs> Lord of the Rings or Game of Thrones? Ooh. Uh, Lord of the Rings. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Trek. Football or football? Football. Yeah. You probably won't get this reference, but I ask everybody anyways. Union or RPI? RPI. Do you know the reference? No. <laughs> uh, Union is, Union RPI, they're colleges in... Union colleges in Schenectady, RPI is in Troy. Um, oh, okay. They're, they're rivals in hockey in D3 football. And like, I'm from oh, Schenectady. Okay. Me and my dad, we used to have... Actually, I think they still have uh, season tickets to Union Hockey. 
But uh, anyway, that's that's. I just like to throw that in there. Uh, Christmas or Hanukkah? Christmas. Fourth of July or New Year's Eve? Ooh, they're both amazing. Um, Fourth uh, of July, warmer. Pop- Popeyes or KFC? Chick Fil A. Popeyes. Yeah. Well, it's what I just had. <laughs> I had Chick Fil A for dinner tonight, but I I, I like Popeyes. But I pretty much only just get the sandwich there. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, Coke or Pepsi? Pepsi. Me too. Friends or Big Bang Theory? Friends. Dunkin' Donuts or Krispy Kreme? Ooh. Um, neither. I have Tim Hortons oh. here. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I haven't had that in a long time. I'd probably say Dunkin' Donuts because they have more variety. Mm-hmm. Angry. Yeah, Dunkin' Angry- pretty good, though. Angry Birds or Candy Crush? Angry Birds. CSI or Law and Order? CSI. Friday the 13th or Nightmare on Elm Street? Friday the 13th. Blondes or brunettes? Blondes. Oddly enough, my wife is brunette. <laughs> that's what, um, that was the opposite of last week. Or, well, it was like two or three weeks ago. Jacob. His wife's blonde, and I think he said brunette. Uh, Dave Chappelle or Kevin Hart? Chappelle. Uh, people or Us Weekly? Uh, people, I guess. Marvel or DC? Marvel. Harvard or Yale? Harvard. Biggie or Tupac? Tupac. Uber or Lyft? Uber. Walmart or Target? Target. The recipe or the chef? The chef. Uh Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat? Mortal Kombat. Manchester United or Arsenal? Manchester. Pink Floyd or Led Zeppelin? Pink Floyd. Rush or Dream Theater? Rush. Cashews or Peanuts? Cashews. Beach or ski lodge? Beach. 100%. I figure you say ski lodge because you're in Buffalo. You know. <laughs> uh, there's only a couple left. London right. or Paris? Uh, London. McDonald's or Burger King? Burger King. The last one is Chipotle or Taco Bell? Taco Bell. Actually, I should throw one more on there. Does like with toilet paper, does it go over the roll or under the roll? Oh, totally over. <laughs> <laughs> totally over. In fact, yeah. fun story. Um, where I'm at right now, if, if it switches to under, then I switch it over. <laughs> I can't, yeah. Well, with paper towels, I do it under because that way you can usually rip it one-handed. But actually, mm. with toilet paper, it doesn't matter if you do it under or over. You it still usually takes two hands because one of them has to hold yeah. it and the other one has to tear it. So it doesn't really matter. But I always thought you it. could always do a bidet. <laughs> well, you still need a dry. Um, True. Actually, I have a bidet. I've had it. I had got it before COVID, and then okay. when COVID hit, I was checking the prices on Amazon because like usually it's like twenty or thirty dollars, and like it went up to like a hundred, hundred fifty or something. <laughs> Oh, That's what I, I, I when that. when COVID broke, I could not like. Why is everybody hoarding toilet paper? I could not like. It's it's not a disease that makes you crap your brains out. So anyway, yeah, no, we're going really. super long. 
Thanks for doing the show, Chris. Let everybody know where they can find you. I put, I did put all links, to all your stuff in the show notes. So, all right. Well, yeah. Thanks for having me. I know we've been talking about getting this going for a little while. So, yeah. Uh, nice Sorry it took so long. long. <laughs> oh, it's all good. I, I get it. Trust me. I get it. Uh, but yeah, uh, Chris, you can check me out on Real Rideshare Stories. You can check me out on The Rideshare Guy and also calling scammers and f***ing with them a lot uh, on Scammer Jammer. Oh, yeah. You know, I went to realridesharestories.com and like it's like goes to like a merch store, but then it says this account is not active or something. So uh, you oh, might have, have to renew it. <laughs> yeah, you might have to renew your DNS or something. I've been having I and it's funny. I own gigtube.com through Go Get Daddy and hmm. They've been emailing me every day for like the last week, like saying like your domain is expired. And like I keep putting my credit card info in him like, you know, free. It's only $10 a year. I'm like, please charge me. Like, even though I don't mm -hmm. have a website, I still want to own gigtube.com because someday I might have somebody build a site for me. And yep. it's such a pain. But um, yeah, so like I said, links to all of Chris's stuff in the show notes or description box or whatever you want to call it. And uh, I don't know if like you're in a non-compete clause with Harry or whatever. Cause I was going to say, if you ever want to do the the new show with me and Hannibal or like, actually I do it twice a week. And actually I'm doing it tomorrow morning uh, with uh, Steve Levinsky. He's out of Texas. And he wrote, um, he wrote um, shop like a pro. This is basically, it's kind of like Harry's book, except for Instacart and corner shop shoppers. Mm -hmm. Um, so we do, I do the, the new show on Thursday mornings with Steve and then we do it on Monday nights with Hannibal. So if you ever want to, you know, uh, be a co-host, um, just let me know. We'd love to have you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So just keep me posted. <laughs> yep. All right. Thanks everybody out there. If you watch all the way in, you're awesome. Check out Chris's stuff and uh, I will see you in about 10 hours for the next new show. <laughs> And this is, uh, I should have plugged this at the beginning of the show. I always forget, but this is available as an audio podcast. So if you don't want to sit and watch on YouTube for 90 minutes, you can just download the gig. You know, we're on all podcatchers, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, you name it. This show is there. So you can listen while you're uh, driving around, you know, doing rideshare or delivering pizza or whatever it is you do. So, all right. Everybody have a good night. And I will I will see some of you in the morning. Otherwise, have a good night. See ya. Bye.